The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Uh, inside this hour, John Conlon, who is a local high school soccer coach and one of the best the state of Michigan has ever seen. I like to bring him in and we have conversations connected to being a sports dad, to him being a coach, where things are at now and also what they were like 10 years ago, looking ahead to the future. We'll also comment on the World Cup, which is coming up. Uh, before you know it, I know we're in the middle of football season, but that uh, USA-England match on the weekend of Ohio State-Michigan will be interesting. Uh, we will talk some soccer, but the focus will be on parents, coaches, and players at the high school level uh, across Michigan, and it's the perfect fit on a Wednesday Broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. As always, if you have comments on what we discuss, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE out of 21,000. And let's welcome back John Conlon, who's always a busy man coaching soccer somewhere. Uh, with his kids or other people's children. How you doing, my man? Hey, it's great to be back in here. Yeah, it seems like soccer is uh, 24-7, 365 for me, always. So how long have you been coaching, John? Uh, well, officially I started when I was 18 at Hope College. Uh, I started in the soccer camps there and realized that it was pretty natural to me. And um, my dad actually uh, was a really good athlete. And when I was growing up, he took me to all the Western Michigan football basketball soccer games and he was always like pointing out what coaches were doing and what players were doing and so it was a really pretty natural progression for me I think he realized that I loved sports and just loved that uh the the intellectual part of sports where you have to figure out situations and how to motivate people so where's coaching today uh from when you started and it's a different animal on so many levels uh, when it comes to sports and kids and club and high school and youth soccer and youth sports across the board. So for you, when you started to where it is today, uh, where have things gotten better and where have things gotten worse? Well, it's big business. Uh, even in 2000, and I can speak to club soccer, that's right when I started with club soccer, uh, West Michigan only had really like four clubs um, kids were only paying, you know, like two hundred dollars a season to to play, and now kids are playing, paying upwards of you know thirty five hundred dollars, and traveling all over the country, and parents are spending upwards of you know ten thousand dollars with the travel. So it is big business. There's a lot better coaching, I would say, in terms of teaching technique and tactics. At least in soccer, we have you know a generation of ex players that are around here and all over the country that are you know, teaching kids the game. Whereas when I was growing up, we had our dads who were, you know, basketball, football, baseball guys teaching the game. So it's very, very different. Um, I think parents are way more involved than they used to be. And uh, I'm not sold. That's a great thing. 
I think parents are paying a lot more money, so I, I think they feel like they need a return on their investment. And you're talking club. Uh, club high school, too, because it, it does definitely, um, you know, it seeps over into high school because, you know, kids pay a lot of money for clubs, so they expect when they go to their high school program, they're going to be the star of their high school program. And parents sometimes have unrealistic expectations. And I think the fact that more money's in the game and, uh, the, you know, social media is blowing up that, you know, kids are starting to have their own NIL deals at young ages. I mean, I you know, you just saw Bryce Young uh, on commercials this weekend, which kind of floored me. He's on all these, you know, Dr. Pepper commercials, and here he is still playing college football. You know, he's 19 years old. Uh, it's just different. It's it. When I started in 2000, uh, I, I'll be honest with you, my program at East Kentwood, we probably had six club soccer players. And now at East Kentwood, I would say there's probably 50 in the program. And it just shows you the opportunities are better, but the expectations are higher with parents and sometimes unrealistically higher. Um, so it, it's a different, it's a more toxic environment, I think, now. How to get toxic? Is it just that... Parents who have watched their kids play a sport, and we're talking soccer with you being a soccer coach, that if they paid from the time the boy or girl was five until they're ready to go to high school, they feel that they've watched their kid play almost every minute of every game, and they think in high school as a freshman that kid, boy or girl, should be playing just as much as they did in club because they played – High-level club soccer. It's a deep conversation. Um, you know, I, I, I say this actually to my teams and my parents all the time. They talk about, uh, you hear people talk about how sports um, helps develop character, right? And I look at it actually differently. I think sports reveals character. It reveals character in the players. It reveals character in the parents. Re- reveals character in the coaches. And by no means am I a, a perfect coach or a perfect human being. I've made tons of mistakes as a parent, as a coach, as a player, but I think ultimately what you're seeing now is it's become a me generation uh, where parents would rather their kids score six goals and lose than win a championship and be a great teammate. And that's that's a generalization, but I see it nonstop. I mean, I I literally will go to soccer tournaments on the weekend and just sit and observe and watch parents get thrown out of games, watch parents criticize the coach, watch parents criticize other kids which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then I'll watch kids on the field act. Um, you know, they'll, they'll do something which is a pretty normal play, and they'll celebrate like they, you know, just did something amazing. And I, I just think there's a bad precedent that's been set, um, and it's only getting worse because there's so much money in the game. And I think it's it's dangerous. Um, you know, if parents really were to look at like who the best athletes in the world are, they're for the most part exactly the opposite of what they're teaching their own kids. You know, Tom Brady's a great example. You know, here's Tom Brady who comes in and he's sixth on the depth chart at at Michigan and sits the bench for two years. Uh, He then finally gets a chance to start and, you know, um, Henson comes in and who's the, you know, everybody's favorite, you know, high school quarterback coming out of Brighton. And so Tom's got a battle against him. And never once during that time period did I hear anything about Tom's parents calling, uh, you know, calling up to Michigan. Never did I hear Tom complaining about Henson starting over him in games. In fact, 
I would say that it actually made Tom great because of it, because he had to battle, he had to grind, he had to outfight this great talent that came in. Um, you know, and then Tom moves on, has a decent senior year, and then gets drafted in the sixth round, right? Uh, so Tom Brady should be what parents are studying. And he takes Drew Bledsoe's job. Yeah, it, who's arguably the best quarterback or one of the best quarterbacks in the league at that time. And if you've ever watched, I think, the 30 for 30 or something on Bledsoe, that he talked about the work ethic of Brady. Right, and so with, and even when you listen to Tom talk nowadays, like rarely is he ever talking about himself. He's talking about his teammates. He's talking about doing things the right way. His family. His family. Like, things that are really important. I mean, unfortunately, parents focus on the players who are, um, you know, the ones who are showing out, the ones who are getting the big, you know, Nike deals. And those are short-lived. I mean, Tom Brady is, what, 44 years, 43 years old? still playing in the NFL, arguably the best quarterback of all time. And all he's done is stayed the course. It's been the 20-mile march for him, right? Like he's every year gotten a little bit better. He's not uh, not blowing smoke to everybody on how great he is. He just goes out and, and does his job. And um, I would love to see that mentality come back to youth sports because I think uh, we're actually deterring a lot of kids from playing because of how we you know, build players up at young ages. John Conlon's joining us in the studio on this Michigan High School Athletic Association Wednesday talking about where sports are at today for kids, the parents, and even the coaches and what they have to deal with in the refs and the officials. And we'll go through it all. If you have a comment as a parent, as a coach, as a ref, as a school administrator or a student, you can drop it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also text it to us. Opt in on that huge text chain, text word huge, out of 21,000. So where to go wrong? Was it just that paying for a spot on a club team brought entitlement? Definitely. Uh, and I'm talking, and, and club teams can, this can be youth baseball, can be travel basketball, boys and girls. It can be, you know, travel soccer. That because a parent pays money, they think there's an entitlement that their kids should play more than the other kid. There are so many issues now in club sports because there's so much money. Uh, what know, are the issues? You know, one of the issues is just the ridiculous amount of fees that people are paying. And I, I think people should be able to make money off of sports. I, I, But sometimes it's just unrealistic. And so what you're doing then is you have the haves and have nots. You have the, you have the people that can pay the big price tag and you have those that can't. And then those parents that are paying the big price tag hold the administrators of you know AAU clubs and soccer clubs uh, with their feet to the fire by saying, listen, if you don't play my kid, I'm moving them to another club. And we're talking about nine, 10-year-old kids that they're threatening with. And um, You've I, seen this. Oh, my goodness. I've seen parents literally pick the team in a soccer club because their kid's probably the best player at nine years old, right? So that club wants to keep that kid – and keep that parent happy, and that parent goes in and gets you know in the coach's face and says, "If you don't pick these kids, we're going to another." That happens all the time. Uh, it, it's it's ridiculous, and uh, unfortunately, what those parents don't realize is karma's real. And when you do those things at a young age, it'll come back every single time. the The best athletes I've worked with, their parents were humble. Their parents didn't get overly involved. Their parents let their kids fail. Their parents put them in situations where they weren't the best. Their parents didn't micromanage. I mean, 
the term I've used on your show before is the snowplow parent. There are snowplow parents all over the place. They're trying to push everything out of the way so their kid can be successful. Well, I'll tell you right now, like I talk to college coaches all the time, and if they think that that parent's overly involved, they literally go and recruit somebody else. They don't want to deal with that parent, even at the college level. Uh, and, you know, what are you teaching your kid, right? Like, you're going to, are you going to go argue when they don't get the job that they want when they're 25 years old? You can go argue with the CEO of that company. Are you, are you going to bail them out every time they get a speeding ticket? Like, what, what are you going to do as a parent? Like, you, ultimately, we're trying to create young adults that will be successful and they have to fail. Uh, and what I hate, and this really bothers me, and I'm, and I'm part of the club soccer world, I, I'm sick of watching clubs put up with it. Honestly, I would tell parents, go. We don't need you. We, we don't want you. I don't there's care how, money involved. But there's money. But I don't care how good your kid is. You know, great, quick, great story. Christian Polisic, his dad, came and spoke to the state of Michigan. It was about four years ago. And whenever I have the opportunity to meet people like that, I'm just going to ask questions because I want to hear. So his dad went over to Europe, went over to uh, play in the uh, to coach in the Bundesliga so that Christian could go over there and play. Right. This is our best American player. And I asked him, I said, what happens in Germany if parents become overly involved and start giving the club a hard time? He started laughing. He said, it doesn't happen. They just tell you, take your son somewhere else. We don't need you. And so the tail does not wag the dog. Uh, so they literally have clauses that if your parents act out on the sideline in these, um, you know, these academy games in, in Germany, that you'll be kicked out with your parents and they don't care. They'll get rid of you. We'll bring somebody else in. Uh, unfortunately, the capitalist idea of, of youth sports is looking at it the wrong way. Like they think that because the parents are, you know, paying the money, they should do whatever those parents want. But that's not making a better product. It's not making a better environment. And it's creating a toxic atmosphere that we, I'm telling you, we're at the tipping point where you're going to start to see more and more referees quit, coaches quit. You're going to see fights on the sideline. If you, I, I, I went to an AAU basketball game last year and I saw a huge fight in the crowd. These were 10-year-old kids playing and parents fighting in the crowd. Yeah, embarrassing. You know, honestly, I wanted to take a video of it and send it to their employers and say, this is the person who's working for you, acting like an absolute clown in the crowd at their 10-year-old basketball game. By the way, that basketball game, they charged every single person $15 to get in for a youth basketball game. $15. I figured out that the guys who ran that tournament probably brought home about $250,000 that weekend. It's crazy. It's a money grab, which uh, a lot of people talk about. And again, as a sports dad, I've been on both sides. And what's interesting, John, you live on both sides. Yeah, I do. Okay. You coach high school and the innocence of not club free, but you're playing for something. Yep. Your school colors, your team, your coach, your teammates. You also have kids who play high level club soccer and you coach club soccer. So the question is, how, how, how does the toxic atmosphere for kids become better uh, in all travel sports? It, it starts with the parents. Like, everything starts at home, right? We, we, we can say that, but the reality is that's not going to happen because every parent wants their kid to be the best. So what, what are some solutions, you think, that would change youth sports, which in turn, as they grow older, would help the high school level? Uh, I think if you have a club, and it could be basketball, it could be football, it could be soccer, which has enough money to not care 
what the parents think, that's where you're going to have a good situation. So what I'm talking about is having investors that start a club, you know, whether it's DeVos, Van Andel, whatever it might be, that start a club and they basically say to the parents, listen, you can be a part of the best club in the country, but if you act out, you're gone and we don't care. That's the only thing that can be done because right now the tail is wagging the dog. The parents are paying money, a lot of money, and they're demanding their kid get playing time even when their kid doesn't deserve it. They're demanding their kid be on the first team. They're demanding that uh, certain kids not be on the team because they're not good enough. I mean, things that are absolutely insane to me that I see and and, and comical. Um, You know, one thing... There's a great video on YouTube done by uh, Don Lucia, who coached at University of Minnesota. He was a hockey coach, legendary hockey coach. And he says in this video, he's talking to parents. He says, listen, genetics plays a part of this. If you're short, you're probably not playing in the NBA. You know, if if you're 300 pounds, yeah, you're probably not going to be a world-class soccer player. Your kids are probably not going to be world-class soccer players. There's a genetic piece. So it doesn't matter how much money you're paying. There are some other factors that you can't control. Uh, and I don't know. I just, I'm just i very passionate about this because I think it's ruining kids. It's ruining the environment. Um, I do think some things have gotten better. I think there is better coaching. I think like technique and tactics have gotten better. Um, I think certain environments have gotten better, but I see us, you know, you know Malcolm Gladwell and uh, tipping point. I see us getting to a tipping point where good coaches are leaving the games. And tipping point is a phrase being used on where we're at at the crossroads of youth sports. Right. We're at a point now where what we're starting to do is becoming counterproductive. It's becoming less effective. Uh, it's becoming a situation where people are making money, which is fine, but not necessarily making better athletes. Um, I, you know, it's it, it's hard to really say it's measurable. I just see it, and it, it's it's not hard to see. If 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 you don't believe me, please go to an AAU tournament this winter. Go to an indoor soccer tournament this winter. Go to a situation where it's a competitive environment and watch. The parents watch the lunacy. It's absolutely crazy. Or just go on YouTube. You can see tons of videos of people losing their mind for no reason. John Conlon, uh, he is a highly respected soccer coach uh, from East Kentwood with the boys to Byron Center with the girls on the club level. Uh, hockey's in his blood mm-hmm. as a fan, but also soccer, a sport that uh, he loves. Grew up in the Kalamazoo area, joining us. Uh, here on the Huled Show across Michigan. Again, if you have comments as a parent, as a coach, as administrator, as a player, uh, add Huled Show on Twitter, The Huled Show on Facebook, opt in on the Huled's text chain, text the word Huled to 21,000. I want to talk about that tipping point and how it's being counterproductive because you would think with all the money invested in the youth sports that America would be dominating every sport. Sure. Uh, every sport uh, across the landscape. So I want to talk about that. Uh, we'll get to more with John Conlon coming up. Wednesdays are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Follow everything Michigan High School Sports. Uh, MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, MHSAA on Facebook, and watch live and on demand high school sports. Boys and girls, you're around at MHSAA.tv. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge.
Get September savings on your favorite automotive products. JB Weld Plastic Bonder is only $7.29, and JB Quick Cold Weld Epoxy is just $5.99. Seal All Contact Adhesive and Sealant is just $3.49. We also stock exciting new products like Nebo's Glow Tumbler Handles with Lights and the Skeeter Hawk Mosquito Carabiner. While supplies last, shop online and save at myautovaluestore.com. Auto Value. Service is the difference. We get it. Get more for your money when you shop using M-Perks at Meyer. Find Kellogg's cereal at 2 for $4 with M-Perks. Doritos are 2 for $5 with M-Perks. And Coca-Cola is just $5.49 with M-Perks, plus deposit where applicable. Plus, get an additional 75% off already marked clearance on select family apparel. There's so much to save on when you shop using M-Perks. And you'll always pay the same low Meyer price no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Tullymore Golf Resort. Now, they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. So fall is here. Kids are back to school, but there's still time to book a stay-and-play package in September or October and even look ahead to 2023 for that golf getaway, that special event, that wedding, that reception, that outing. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. Everything you need is at TullymoreGolf.com. They're located less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And they also have prime real estate available for your second home where you can live there full-time year-round in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Go to TullymoreGolf.com to get more information. That's TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you live within driving distance, get up there and play 18 at Tullymore or 18 at St. Ives. You can book your tee time right now at TullymoreGolf.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And the NFL is in full swing. The Lions are playing great football, one-on-one, going into the Minnesota game on Sunday. So the DraftKings Sportsbook app has a deal for new customers who download the app, use promo code HUGE when they sign up, and those new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 
21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. We always originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio in downtown Grand Rapids at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in GR. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Conversation on this Michigan High School Athletic Association Wednesday with one of the top high school soccer coaches in Michigan history, John Conlon, talking about the toxic environment of players, parents, Referees, officials leaving, the tipping point. And I like that word uh, because you wonder what the future will hold. You know, MHSAA, I see on their website, on their tweets, they're still looking for officials. And I get the pandemic had everybody looking uh, for people to fill jobs, but uh, there seems to be a, a big push for more officials. Is that that some have just gotten older? Uh, is that that it's not worth the money with the grief they're taking from uh, parents, players, and coaches? How would you assess the current officiating slash referee situation in the state of Michigan when it comes to club and high school sports? Well, that's a great question. Uh, first of all, club sports are paying better, so a lot of the for officials, yes. So a lot of the at least at the higher levels, uh, so the, a lot of the officials that would be refereeing high school could get paid twice as much doing an AAU tournament or doing a, a club soccer tournament. So it's a, it's a no brainer for them. Uh, I, I know that the soccer referee numbers are down really bad right now to the point where freshman games are not having referees. And some of it is that, you know, they're not getting paid enough. A lot of it is just parents though. And um, you know, I think un- unfortunately in the eighties and seventies, uh, the Bob Knights of the world who rode referees the whole game, like that was kind of, you know, Mike Dick, uh, those are the coaches that we saw, right? And so even me as a young coach, like I thought, well, hey, if I'm not riding the referee, I'm not doing my job. Um, and I've realized over the years, and trust me, there are times where I'll question a referee just like anyone else, but they're human beings, right? And And very rarely do you see a referee go into a game with, you know, some other uh, agenda. They're there to do their best job. Yeah, they're going to make mistakes and they're going to blow calls. And sometimes those calls, you know, ruin games, unfortunately. But for the most part, the referees that I've been around are good human beings that are doing the best they can. Uh, but, you know, when they're getting paid $75 to referee a game and they have parents riding them the whole game and, and players on the field talking back and coaches riding them, you know, I wouldn't want to do that for $75. It's not worth it. Uh, and honestly, I, player behavior is worse. I, I will tell you this right now. Like I, in my program, you can ask any player that's ever played for me. They, they are not allowed to talk to referees. And. You know, we'll have a captain that maybe is our designated captain that can go, you know, question something. But if I think they're out of line, I'm yanking them off the field. I don't care who it is. I, I don't care. Uh, number one, it's counterproductive for what we're trying to do. Second, second of all, you know, I 
I don't want a 16-year-old, 17-year-old kid being the person who's trying to negotiate a situation with an adult referee. Like, that just doesn't make any sense. Uh, so it's just the atmosphere is way different. You know, I started coaching high school in 2000. Um, I didn't feel the entitlement as much then as I feel nowadays. Or You're talking entitlement from the players. Players, correct. Um, now, my program, I've been lucky. Like, honestly, like East Kentwood and Byron Center, I have amazing kids. But I've seen, and I and I have plenty of friends in the coaching world who have left coaching because of entitlement, because of parent entitlement, because of kid entitlement. And these are great coaches. And they just said, not worth it. You know, not worth it for the pay. Uh, not worth it. Um, to be away from my family and deal with people always questioning everything I do. And I, I, I just, it's really sad, honestly. And you get at uh, the high school level and even club level at times when a group of parents who have the best kids on a team go to an AD at a high school or go to the club director at their local travel, soccer, basketball, baseball club, whatever it is, they can bring change on because... They're supplying the money that yeah. fuels that club. You know what, Bill? I'm at an age now where I, I don't care if I offend people, honestly, when I'm talking on here. Shame on the ADs that get rid of coaches after one complaint. And I see that. all the, Shame on that AD, right? Like you're paying these coaches, whether it's football, basketball, tennis, you're paying them $5,000 to coach a season. They're making like literally a dollar an hour. And because one parent complains about playing time or a coach uh, being too hard on the kids. They get, it's rare that you see a coach fired after years of, of this. It's like I see coaches who have been at a program for 15 years and they have one or two parents who complain one season, they get let go. And to me, I look at that AD and I want to say, well, I, I hope that you don't get fired when you make a mistake, you know, your first mistake, <laughs> Like, it's just ridiculous. And it's, um, I don't know why, like the best athletic directors I've been around, Blaine Brummels, you know, some of the um, athletic directors I've worked for, like they understand that there's a give and take when it comes to this. And, you know, you really have to monitor what your coaches are doing, monitor what your parents are doing and make educated decisions on whether or not it's time to move on or stay with, with who you're with. Um, I've been pretty lucky with Brady Lake and and with Blaine to have, you know, ADs that when I made stupid decisions, they talked me through it, they walked me through it, and then they stood by me. Um, And we're going to get to a point where, honestly, I don't know why anyone would coach high school sports. I I think you're getting closer and closer to that because they'll get more money in club sports and they'll be protected. Um, You know, they're going to deal with the same issues in club sports, but they're getting more money, so it's not – it's not, you know, as big a deal to coaches. Um, it's sad. Later, I want to talk. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, roads I want to travel down because you get that competition between club and high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you get parents saying, my kids, they don't need to play high school. They're playing club because they're getting more playing time. Yeah. Or, or, Arrogance. <laughs> or, or they think their kid is uh, destined to get a D1 scholarship, which I, I really talk to parents and I say, okay. What's your goal for your kid playing club in high school? While in high school, yep. the high school age, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, what's the reason why? Yep. Well, my, my, I, I believe my son or daughter can play college soccer and get a scholarship. And I said, well, do you go to your club and ask them to provide how many scholarships are awarded per year 
per the number of kids in your son's or daughter's age group. And the numbers are staggering low. I don't have all the numbers for all the clubs, but what I've watched, because I've done the full circle, five until 13 for club sports. And I will tell you, I find the high school experience so much more enjoyable. Oh, it's it's a, as a parent, it's amazing. But there is there is the there are parents that don't understand that they think now because a lot of kids are high school ready coming in as freshmen because they've played club, yep. right? And the parents are thinking, well, they should start in front of the senior, and they should get more minutes. And you have a roster of 17, 18, 19 boys or girls, right, in high school soccer. And you're, everybody thinks their kids should be better in, in terms of minutes played. Sure. And that's what a coach is dealing with. I flat out told some parents that I believe coaches now almost defer to the, I'm going to play everybody as much, almost the club mentality. Yeah. I'm going to play everybody as much as I can, keep everybody happy, and come playoff time, I'm not playing everybody as much as I can, and I'm going to make a push for a conference, uh, a district, a regional, or a state championship. Would you agree with that? I, I see that. Um, I don't do that. I mean, I will tell you, we play a lot of kids during the regular season, mainly to keep kids healthy. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to take losses uh, and play some of my second-string kids in, in big games so that we're healthy come tournament-wise, I, I don't let the parents dictate that. Um, but I have seen that where you know, coaches will try to keep parents off their back by playing everybody. And um, I, honestly, like to me, that's doing a disservice to the kid too because then when the kid does get in a situation where they're not the best, they don't know how to deal with it, they can't fight through the adversity. Um, I, I'll tell you a great story. I, a kid named Miguel, who, by the way, graduated uh, from University of Michigan Medical School. So I I cut Miguel his junior year. Parents from the Dominican didn't say a word to me. Uh, good player, but just we were loaded. It was just 2006 when we had, you know, arguably the best team in, in the Midwest. Um, cut him, came back the next year, and I was so impressed that he came back as a senior and – I said, Miguel, you're probably not going to play much this year, bud. Like, I mean, you're a senior. Like, are you going to be able to handle it? He's like, Coach, I, I just want to be a part of it, right? Uh, I'm going to work my tail off. If I get some minutes, you know, great. Never heard from the parents, right? So we get in the state tournament. Uh, this is our first state championship, 2007. Um, and by the way, that team had Mark and Dominic Baroni, Lito Esquivel, uh, Nerman Cernkich, Jen and Cot. Like, you're talking the best team, arguably, in the country. And Miguel. At the high school level. At the, the high time. school level. And Miguel, who was a great player in his own right, was having a hard time getting on the field. Well, we get in the state tournament, and Miguel was just getting better and better. And through the adversity of having to battle every day and grind and fight for playing time, better and better and better. So we get in a big game, and some of my younger guys, the game was just too big for them. They were tight. And here's Miguel, who's been chomping at the bit, senior, who's been cut, who I know is fearless, and I throw him in, and he wasn't the most technical player, but he was the best competitor. Long and short of it, we win the state championship, and in that state final, I will, Mark and Don would probably argue with me, but I think he was the best player on the field in that game. And it, it, he would not have been that good. By the way, he went on to captain uh, Michigan State, Michigan State's club team in undergrad, and they won the national championship. 
Uh, and the club coach there at the time was like, this kid's unbelievable. And I said, yeah, because he's had to fight and grind and prove himself, right? His parents did not come and fight his battle for him. They said, you know, you got to keep training, keep working. And he became a very, very good player. And then I can name other kids who their parents would come to me and complain about playing time and their kid got worse, to be honest with you, because, you know, their parents couldn't fight their battle all the way up. Um, so I'm telling you, parents, if you want your kid to be successful, let them fail. Put them in situations where they're not the best player. Put them in situations where they have to grind and fight and and battle to get off the bench. John Conlon, uh, one of the most respected high school soccer coaches in the state of Michigan, one of our soccer insiders joining us in studio on this MHSA Wednesday talking about parents, kids, teams, coaches, and refs. Uh, if you have a comment, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Are you ready to hit the open road? You know, get out of Dodge. Meet us at the Detroit Camper Show. Vickers Trailer Sales specializes in towables. New and used pop-ups, retro-style campers, travel trailers, and fifth wheels. Browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. That's V-I-C-A-R-S TrailerSales.com. Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99 or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site, playeagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to playeagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? 
The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we reach out to 19 radio stations who carry The Huge Show weekday afternoons at 3 for the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, Wednesdays are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything Michigan High School sports online at mhsaa.com, at mhsaa on Twitter, mhsaa on Facebook, and watch live and on demand boys and girls high school sports at mhsaa.tv. Sunday is a deadline for the Beat Huge Contest. If you want to win that $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter, Thursday night NFL game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday to play every week at thehugeshow.net. Just jump in, uh, put your picks in. You can play every week through the big game in February. You can play one week. The more weeks you beat me, the more chances you'll have to win that $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. Get your picks in by Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. And remember, that Thursday night game is always a freebie. So the Lions are on the road Sunday at Minnesota. A week from Sunday, I'll be back in downtown Detroit at Tin Roof, the old Chellies, your game day destination for the Tigers, Lions, Wings, Pistons, concerts, bands, DJs, great food, and all of your favorite beverages. And the huge show in the Michigan Sports Network will be back at Tin Roof before the Lions game against the Seahawks. That will be on Sunday, October 2nd. So if you have tickets for that game or if you're going down to Detroit, always stop by and say hello at Tin Roof, the old Chelly's, right across the street from Comerica and about a big city block from Ford Field. Now, in terms of our podcast interviews, our hours, our full shows, all of our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. And I do want to give a shout out to Fabiano Brothers. They serve up Bud Light in Detroit for those Lions games. And all across Michigan along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. So when you're watching the Lions, whether you're inside Ford Field You're at your local pub, you're hosting a watch party or over at friend's house, and you're 21 and up, make sure you enjoy a nice cold Bud Light. And again, 
Thanks to the entire team from Fabiano Brothers in Detroit and across Michigan and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors for bringing us all Bud Light on Lions Game Day. Time to check in on what's on tap at your local brand, Steakhouse and Grill, your home for all Michigan, Michigan State, ND, Lions, Big Ten, and NFL football games on all the TVs and all brands' locations. Now, there's the brands in Bay City. For our listeners on 100.9 FM, you'll find the brands in Caledonia just south of Grand Rapids, the brands in Cascade east of GR, the brands in Holland off of US 31 on James, for those listening on WHTC. There's also Johnny Brands in Granville west of GR and Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown Grand Rapids. So when the Wolverines and the Spartans and the Lions are playing, it's on all the TVs at all brands locations. For the one close to you, go to brands.com. Or you can order up your brand's favorites and have them delivered to your house or pick them up uh, for your watch party at your home. Uh, Order online, go to brands.com. That's brands.com. And remember, lunch, dinner, and happy hours two times a day. At all brands, steakhouse and grills. Big. Bad. Huge.